Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Midlife Crisis. I'm your host, Tracy. Unfortunately, Ashley isn't able to join us today. Pull up your chair for your seat at the table as we talk about travel today. So I don't know about you, but one of the things that I was thinking of when I was starting to get older and thinking about my age was the things that I wanted to do after I retire. And more and more so, it just became a thought that, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know, waiting for me to retire. Maybe I'll never retire at this point. (laughs) Um, It sure feels like that some days that I'll never retire. So what am I waiting for? So I started uh, last year by booking um, a stay in Mexico for the month of July because I work remote. So theoretically, I can work from anywhere. So I did that last year. It was a lot of fun. Um, My children came and brought the grandchildren. Um, I had friends come down. We all just had a great time. So I went ahead and booked it for this year as well. Fabulous, fabulous time. And one of my best friends um, also has a vacation uh, residence down there as well. So we were able to spend some time together in between all of my friends coming down and my family. And um, it was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. The uh, folks down in Mexico are very hospitable. Uh, Most of them speak English. A couple tips to know if you're going to Mexico is um, if you're driving across, you do not need a passport. You'll need a birth certificate and a driver's license. But um, when you drive across, you don't need a passport. And I think that's one of the myths that people aren't aware of. But um, they do graciously accept U.S. currency. Um, down there. However, I recommend putting everything on either your debit card or a credit card just to let them do the conversion rate. I think you'll work makes out better um, for those uh, if you do that. But also something to keep in mind is that um, they prefer tips to be in cash. So I would put everything on my card but then if I was to tip, we'd tip in cash while we're down there. So um, they they celebrate the uh, U.S. 4th of July down there, Canadian 4th of July, and of course the uh, Mexico Independence Day, which is in September. Um, but there are lots of places um, to go stay, um, to visit down in Mexico. They have pristine, pristine beaches, um, lots of fun shopping, and a lot of pharmacies. There's also a lot of dentist office. The um, they're they're known for their inexpensive uh, dentist dentistry, um, and uh, 
you know, dentures and implants, as well as they do everything, cleanings and stuff like that. But there's a plethora of dental offices. It, it doesn't really matter where you go. Um, I think there are a lot of dental offices everywhere, but then there are certain destinations uh, by the Yuma border. They call it Molar City, um, but it's just a border town full of back-to-back-to-back-to-back dentist office. Actually, dentist office, for every two dentist office, then there's a pharmacy, and then there's a dentist office, and then there's a pharmacy. Um, and they actually, for the pharmacies, they have quite a lot of medication. Depends on what you're looking for. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, purchase antibiotics down there. Um, my PC in the States isn't that fond of that, but um, it's a very cost-effective way. Uh, I would only suggest just being rational about it and thinking about it maybe more analytical than rational, but because a lot of their prescriptions um, aren't exactly cheaper than what you would get in the States if you have, you know, with your health insurance. So I think those are some things that you want to take into consideration. Um, For me, when I was just down there, I take inhalers. So I bought a couple of inhalers, but they don't have a big selection. Um, But what they do have are your rescue inhalers, and they're about $5 a pop. But also what's important to know when you go to Mexico um, is that all of their pharmacies have different prices and can be, those prices can be negotiable. If you tell them that you were just across the street and, you know, the same medication was cheaper, um, chances are they'll give you, give it to you at that price in order to make the sale. Um, And I would suggest trying negotiating for everything that you do in Mexico Um, when it goes to shopping. I mean, clearly, if you're at a restaurant, those costs aren't negotiable. But if you're shopping or purchasing things in Mexico, definitely try to negotiate a better price. So a lot of um, street vendors and beach vendors. um, And uh, anyways, I think if you don't ask for a lower price or leaving money on the table. So, but it's just one of my favorite places to go. Um, from where we live, it's only, it's less than a four hour drive door to door. Um, I have rented the same condo, beachfront condo, um, for the last two years. And, um, again, it's for the entire month. And the funny thing is, and I originally found this condo on Airbnb and now I go direct um, you know, to them instead of going through Airbnb to save some fees, uh, money when it comes to the cost of fees. But, um, so that's something that you might want to think about too. If you go to a place and you find a place when you are traveling, if you'd like to return, you know, maybe at the end of your visit, um, when you're giving a review or depending on who's hosting it and, you know, that relationship and that dynamic, but you can ask, you know, for contact information to rent direct next time to avoid some of those fees. But that's just a helpful tip that I've found um, through the years. And it's nice. I've, I'm becoming a big fan of Airbnbs, uh, depending upon where I'm going and what I'm doing. But, um, but what I thought was very interesting is, is for me to rent it for the entire month was very, very reasonable. 
Um, and it had to be from, like I said, it's in July. So it had to be July 1st through July 31st. But by doing that, I had a substantially lower rate. Um, and like I said, it had allowed time for friends and family to come visit me because the condo is only two bedrooms. Not everybody could come at the same time, but everybody could come staggered um, throughout the month and have the same experience. So, um, but there were people that were there just for two or three days that paid, you know, almost about a third of what I paid for the entire month for just a couple of days. So not everybody's open and has the flexibility to do the more extended stay short-term um, rentals. But if you can, it's something cost-saving that you may or may not think about. So check it out. And while I was doing that, um, I also thought of other countries besides Mexico um, to go to. I finally got my passport renewed. Uh, it expired in June of uh, 2020, I believe, maybe 2021, doesn't matter. But after the pandemic, you weren't able to renew your passports for a very long time. So I was finally able to renew my passport and super excited to use it. Um, again, I always thought I would travel later once I retired, but you know, maybe I'm never going to retire. So I'm trying to save money and plan trips now. Um, so my next adventure is coming up very soon. Um, in the beginning of October, going to Italy for two weeks uh, with a friend of mine, one of my OG happy hour girls. Shout out to Dina. Yeah, yeah. Italy, it's almost time. We're getting so excited. Um, so for our Italy trip, we decided where we wanted to go. There's so many places, but we both agreed on Italy. And um, so we talked about it, made a plan. The first thing and the hardest thing to do was just to figure out when we could block out that much time, right, to go. Um, and what time of the year we could do this. We started planning this about a year ago um, and decided on in the fall. So then it became a little bit closer. Time kept passing and we honed in on a date. So we had our dates and then we started watching airfares, um, waiting for some specials to come. But by this time, which was earlier this year, uh, the passport's we're becoming, you know, more and more people were renewing their passports, like myself, who had their passport um, expire during the pandemic. So they're renewing their passports and in feeling more comfortable, you know, the further away um, that COVID looks in the rearview mirror, right? Um, and more comfortable people are with traveling abroad and just traveling in general, I guess, and being in crowds anymore. But um, so the airfare started going up. And it started hitting the news about all of the, um, you know, travel and the international travel that people were booking. So we kind of panicked and we still got a good deal on our airfare, but we decided not to wait, um, but to go ahead and book our airfare. So this was probably, gosh, six months ago or more that we booked our flights to Italy and uh, had to come up with a game plan, right, actually, Um before we booked our flights, I skipped that part, which was kind of a very important part because 
we knew we wanted to travel around Italy while we were there, but we also weren't sure which airport to fly into. Should we fly into Milan or should we fly into Rome? Um, but after doing some quick checking and, and figuring out kind of a, a roadmap of where we wanted to go um, and, and what we wanted to see when we were in Italy, we decided that we were going to fly into Rome and we we're going to fly out of Rome. So we uh, made that decision. We checked around. We also knew that we wanted the shortest flight possible with the least amount of layovers, um, which, you know, all kind of goes hand in hand. Um, and it wasn't particularly set on any, any one airline, but settled with, um, ended up booking on um, British Airways and um, taking a flight from Phoenix to London and then London doing the um, changing planes uh, flying into Rome. So super excited. We got that booked and then it was time to start finding out where we were going to stay. Um, we knew we were going to start in Rome because we were flying into Rome. Um, and so we started thinking about all the places we wanted to go to and how many days we would be able to stay at each place and did a brief check on hotels, but um, thought that Airbnbs, again, were the best way for us to go because we want to stay in the city center, right? We want to be, you know, feel like, you know, the locals feel and just walking down the streets to, you know, local restaurants and, you know, shopping and everything and not to mention all the attractions. So it became our mission when we were booking our Airbnbs that it was all about location and, um, and also things to make sure of are, um, especially when you're traveling abroad and not everything, most everything on Airbnb, the app is in English, but there is some translations, um, that you'll see in the language, but you just have to, things that we wanted to look out for was we wanted, we didn't want, um, a walk-up unit. <laughs> we needed an elevator. We had also decided that we're not going to rent a car while we're there. We're going to take the trains around. Um, so we're only bringing a carry-on bag with us as luggage. So we wanted um, to make sure that we had a unit that was A on the first floor, B had an elevator, you know, was easily accessible in the city center, in the heart of everything, as close to some of the main attractions, you know, the Spanish steps and um, the fountains and stuff in Rome. So we were able to secure, um, you know, and make sure that it had enough beds for us both to sleep in. But we both agreed that, you know, a sofa bed was fine um, and we'd be able, we'd switch off. We, we didn't care as long as we had the location um, and enough beds for us to sleep in uh, or separate beds for us to sleep in. Then, you know, we were good with the location and definitely you'll want to look at the reviews. Um, if you're selecting Airbnbs or hotels, whatever, it's very important, um, for me to look at the reviews because that kind of gives you an honest opinion. Um, even if it has high marks, I try to go through the reviews because there's a lot of little details that you might not be made aware of had you not, you know, went through and looked at the reviews. 
But um, so we also wanted uh, a washer dryer in there because we're only bringing limited amount of luggage and clothing because, you know, we're going to be basically transients while we're there. So we're going to be taking everything with us. Um, so we wanted to make sure that I had washer dryers and for me, hair dryer is very important. Um, and some things that you don't know, right? Um, also something very important to note is, um, when you're thinking about traveling abroad or especially to Europe, um, any of the countries over there is that you need a plug adapter because they their outlets are different than in the U.S. So, um, and I'm going to credit that to our lovely uh, happy hour friend, OG LaDonna, uh, for bringing that up while we were out at happy hour one night. It's like, well, how are you going to charge your cell phone? It was like, oh, goodness. So, um, and they're very inexpensive. You can get it on Amazon, Walmart. Um, Target, Walgreens, um, and they're very inexpensive. You can pick one up for probably $10. I think I paid about $12, $15 for mine, but mine, uh, it's, uh, it's two options. So it's a dual option. It's either, a, it can be a three prong or it can be a two prong because I did, um, when I was doing research online, I found out that there are both, um, and it, it and I'm not sure when you'd need, you know, which one it would have. So I opted to pay a little bit more to have one that was versatile. So I feel very confident and very comfortable that I'll be able to plug in. Um, and I only bought one. Uh, my wonderful travel companion, Dina, bought one as well. So we'll each have one um, and it should be fine. Um, but yeah, so then we planned out our map of where we're going to go and where we're going to stay. We have not yet figured out um, our transportation, our trains. I did a little bit of Googling. Um, my travel companion's doing a lot of research for me. She's a wonderful, um, analytical-minded person um, that I value so much in, in situations like these. So um, she's doing a lot of checking. And apparently there's actually tied sheets that have detergent on them that you can use them for travel loads. Um, I'm not sure this just in, she just advised me of that, uh, I believe yesterday. So, uh, but she thinks of everything, but sometimes those little things are things that can slip your mind outside of toiletries. We knew we needed to wash our clothes. I'm assuming that the Airbnb, if they supply a washer dryer would have detergent, but you just don't know. So it's better to be safe. Um, some things and, uh, she's packing, she found some good travel hangers, um, which I didn't bring, but I do love my downy wrinkle release. So I bring a little travel bottle of that, which you can actually just refill with water, um, and downy, um, or liquid fabric softener if it runs out, but I bring that. And, uh, so it's downy wrinkle release and you just spray it works really well on cotton, which is what I wear a lot of, but you just spray it and shake it and you shake those wrinkles out. So, um, plus I, I don't like to iron, so I use it at home a lot, but when I travel, I bring it as well. Um, and, uh, so I don't usually worry a lot about hanging things up. Um, I don't like to unpack because, um, 
I'm afraid I'm going to leave something behind, which I've done before. So I generally live pretty much out of the suitcase while I'm traveling, with the exception of my toiletries that I'll bring into a bathroom. Um, but I don't want to leave something behind, and that's an easy way to do it. And now um, what we have to think about, so we were able to uh, purchase all of our Airbnbs. We're going to stay a couple days in Rome. We've already have tickets for the night uh, Colosseum tour. And then we're going to head down to um, Capri. We're going to do a short stop in short stop in Naples before um, we head over to Capri. They call it Capri. So there's, it's, they make it into two syllables, emphasis on the first syllable, Capri. But um, I'm super excited to stay a few days over there. We're going to take a boat over to the Amalfi Coast and spend a day hopefully eating and watching the sunset in Positano um, and then heading back up through Naples um, to Florence, where we're going to stay a few days in Florence. We're going to rent a car and drive up to Tuscany, hit a winery, a vineyard, a winery, uh, maybe have lunch and um, drive back. Unfortunately, I didn't want to bite the bullet and pay $600 for a convertible for the day. I thought that was, you know, in my mind, I could see us just driving with the top down through Tuscany, the beautiful windy roads in uh, Tuscany with the wind in our hair. But then found out the price of it and decided that a Fiat um, will be just fine. So perhaps fuel efficient as well. Uh, but so we're going to spend a day um, in Tuscany and then um, the rest of our time in Florence. And then from Florence, we're going to go to Milan and spend a few days in Milan um, I want to see a bunch of cathedrals while I'm there. They just have such beautiful architecture and um, churches. I just get so awe-inspired by all of that. Um, so we're going to, you know, just do as much as we can. In Milan, it's the fashion district. It's iconic, um, exciting. And again, we're staying in the city center of it all. So we're within walking distance um, to most everything. And my number one thing, and then we're going to, from Milan, we're going to fly back into Rome, spend the night again, um, and then head out um, back home. But whew, what a whirlwind trip it's going to be. Um, it's going to be super exciting, super, super fun. And one of the main reasons that we chose Italy um, as our maiden destination, if you will, uh, is because of the food. I cannot wait to eat my way through Italy. I, I want to try pizza in every place that I just mentioned that we're going to be staying. And um, I, I'm a big fan of Italian food. I love pastas. I love breads. So um, I'm very, very much looking forward to um, all of the dining that we're going to do. Uh, not to mention the signature limoncello. 
So um, it's like a dessert dessert liqueur that we'll be um, more than likely drinking a lot of while we're there. Um, I believe that we found that they have great happy hours. So we'll probably be eating a little bit early. But um, this trip again is coming up in just a few weeks. So I'll be doing a follow up to this story talking about the great things to do in Italy, what we were able to discover, little trips and hints, um, and things that you need to know. Well, that wraps it up for our discussion today. Thank you for joining us on Let's Talk Midlife Crisis. Embrace the change. Please check us out at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And join us next week for your seat at the table.